What's up, guys? We're back for another episode of the MBH Podcast. This episode, we had Brody Nero, very close friend of ours. This guy traveled the world. This guy's been changing career paths his whole life. Uh, he's into marketing. He's into DJing. He's into music. Uh, we really get into this episode, but uh, pumped for you guys to hear this one. Yeah, super, super insightful. Um, and you know what it is already. Shout out the team at Cycle Water for keeping the boys hydrated day in, day out. It's always Cycle, baby. Welcome back to the MBH Podcast. Monday buys happiness if you watched the jack demo episode i started off by saying doge to the fucking moon and it's really doge to the fucking moon it's really (laughs) doge to the fucking moon okay i you know i just i think it was like 30 cents at the time i was just like you know whatever this is what we're doing but anyways whatever i'm not gonna get too into it doge (laughs) to the fucking moon anyways we're here season three episode dean what are we on Six? six, yeah, okay. Six, yeah. Episode we'll six. 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 Nice. six, 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 six. We're here with Brody. What are you saying, bro? About time, Man, I'm bro. I'm good. About <laughs> good. Glad we got to make it happen. Yeah, yes, yeah. I know, I know you and Ernesto were chatting for a while and trying to make it happen, but I'm glad we can have you in today. No doubt. No you doubt. You got a, you got an interesting background to you, and I think that uh, you'll bring a lot of. Uh, a lot of new knowledge and wisdom to the listeners and the viewers. Um, you know, we haven't really had anyone like you come on and, and with, with your background and your past. So I think it's going to be a sick one. Yeah, I'm looking forward to it. I mean, I'm sure we'll talk a little bit about marketing and music. I just think it's like, and we were just saying before we started, it's such a crazy time to be alive. There's a wealth of opportunity. Yep. And I think that it's important that people really start to understand what's out there and what's possible for them. I mean, the truth is there's a lot of influence through the media that's making us think a certain way mm-hmm. and think very limited and of pessimistic. Course. But again, just in the 10 minutes of us meeting and chatting like there's just so much going on it's hard to it's hard to know where to start so maybe we'll talk a bit about yeah that. yeah well you know what with that being said because yeah we're, we're really we're gonna get into it on this one but with that being said maybe just introduce yourself who you are your background what you do all that yeah, good stuff for sure so my name's brody uh i've been in online marketing for five years um kind of had an epiphany towards the end of last year with everything going on about you know what do i really want to do what do i want to align myself with what's my life and my purpose all about and music is something that's been consistent in my life since my mom first had me on the piano from three or four years old but given the nature of what it takes to succeed in music and how challenging it is to make money and sort of become quote unquote famous I didn't really commit all the way that I wanted to. So I tried so many different things. I mean, I've, I've worked every job you can think of. I wore the stripes, the stripes at Foot Locker. I've worked in a factory. I've worked on a farm. I've, I've, um, I've been in retail. I've sold hot tubs and pools. Jeez. I've done so, so much okay. different shit. It's crazy. But uh, basically in my 20s, I was into uh, fitness as a trainer. Um, got into competitive fitness modeling. One of my big goals was to work with Nike, accomplish that. And whilst on that journey, I got scouted by a fashion model. And they said, we can see you doing this fashion thing, but the problem is you're too jacked. <laughs> wow. fashion, okay. fashion models are like basically skinny and pinched. Yeah. So I started seeing what was going on with fashion modeling and they make good money and they live a pretty cool lifestyle yeah. traveling, working with big brands. I said, let me lock in and do this. So for a year, I consumed myself with reading magazines on fashion, watching YouTube videos on runway walks, never touching a weight, running fast and cardio, fast and yeah. cardio, making myself skinny and pinched. Yeah. <laughs> and I tried to get recruited by basically every fashion agency that was in the industry that my agent at the time was trying to get and they all said no. Lo and behold, I said, I'm not giving up on this. I met somebody at a party. They invited me to something called Canada Philippine Fashion Week. This is about three, four years ago. They told me about this contest called CPFW Model of the Year. They said, you got the look. You can maybe win it. Long story short, went in it, won it. Got a round trip ticket to Southeast Asia. Lived in Singapore and the Philippines for about a year and a half, a little less than that. 
Um, one of my, my big goals was to work with Zara. Manifested that in my Let's life. Did a campaign go. for them. Did something with Gucci. Um, and that ran its course. The truth is models generally start a little younger. And I yeah. started like 28, 29. Okay. So that was short-lived. I did it for like two, three years. And um, it was a cool run traveling and whatnot. And then it was kind of crazy how I inadvertently fell into this social media thing. Basically, there was someone advertising that they could get you more followers on Instagram. This is like five, Jeez. four, five years that's ago. Early. That's clickbait as fuck. That's early, right? That's early. And that's at the time, now. this is kind of when social media was really getting popping because all of the models I was competing with for gigs, they all had massive followings, and I didn't. Hmm. And you know, numbers hold influence leverage, to a certain degree, right? It's leverage. So I said, I got to get my numbers popping. Long story short, locked in with him for a year. He helped me grow my page organically. It worked out really well. And then about two years after that, he said, you know, you're one of my most successful clients. Do you want to invest on this technology? And I'll teach you how to set up your own social media automation business. I'm like, okay, I can give this guy a couple racks and basically learn to start a business from my laptop <laughs> for a service that people all need. I said, hell yeah. yeah, I'm in, yeah. So locked in on that. And what happened was over the course of people asking me to grow their following, I started getting questions like, what type of content should I post? How do I write a caption? How do I hashtag? How do I really build a brand? So I'm sitting there going, I don't know. <laughs> so I just started watching hella YouTube videos and basically self-taught myself um, over the course of a couple of years what online marketing is all about. And then basically evolved my automation business into like a full-fledged social media marketing business. And good thing I did that because I, I woke up one day, I don't know if you guys are f very familiar with like the automation business and yeah. bots and stuff yeah, like yeah, that. I woke yeah. up one day and it just didn't work. Yeah, And Facts. I was like, oh shit. And it was a harsh lesson for me because yeah. what I realized was that you can acquire a certain level of skills that'll teach you how to do something. You can make money from it, but it's important that on the outside of that, you're still acquiring more skills and increasing the type of services you can of offer because you don't know how volatile the industry or the world is. Like anything can happen as we can see. Of course, so yeah. I said to myself, I never want to be in a position where I wake up one day and my business is just shut down. I don't know what to do about it. Yeah, right. Fair. So it put a little bit of pressure on me. Um, good pressure though. And you know, I've been running my, my own kind of solopreneur agency for five years. And then I just realized guys like, you know, as, as much as well as I was doing the ups and downs of it and enjoying being like an entrepreneur and being my own boss, um, there was a level of fulfillment that that wasn't there for me. And I said, you know, what am I missing? And right away I knew it was music. Yeah. So I kind of made the decision um, towards the end of last year to, you know, stop identifying, my, identifying myself as Brody the marketer and really lock in on this music stuff. But one thing I have to pay a lot of gratitude to is the internet and, and, <laughs> and the digital space in general because if if I didn't learn what I learned in the last five years about online marketing and e-commerce and such, I wouldn't be in a position to, I don't want to say comfortably, but um, sort of kind of have the opportunity and the convenience to, to pursue my dreams in mm -hmm. music. So I, I owe a lot to the internet. So shout out the internet. <laughs> shout out One the time internet. Digital up, space. Shout out the internet. No one's here. No one's yeah. here. For real. None of us. None um, of us. Yeah. You, you mentioned that. Uh, sorry, I want to go back a bit. You mentioned that you wanted to do something and you manifested that. Mm -hmm. You used the word manifest, right? Yeah, yes. big word. And yes. um, I'm always interested to hear what goes into manifesting for you. What, what really, what do you do when you're saying, you know what, this is something I want to do. I got to really manifest this because everyone does different things, right? Everyone's got their own visuals, whatever it might be. Um, spending time on their own, meditating, whatever it might be, right? So yeah. I'm actually interested. It seems like you take a lot of risks to be honest. Yeah, more right? than like, I probably should, right? but I mean, that life is a risk. 100%, yeah. right? You know? So yeah. um, I'm, in, I'm more interested just to kind of hear how you manifested that, how you continuously just manifesting as you go, right? Because yeah. it seems like these things that you're thinking about are coming into fruition, Yeah. right? So 
maybe for the audience, how do you personally manifest your goals? Yeah, great question. I think it's a, it's kind of like a two prong approach because, you know, I think the whole sort of like Zen yogi spiritual thing has become very trendy over the last few years. And I think it's a hugely important aspect of life that we all need to practice it. But I think as much as we are aware that there's other dimensions and spiritual yeah. aspects of life, the truth is we spend most of our time in this three dimensional reality. Of so, you know, I, I like to think about things and pray on them and meditate them, but I complement that with like massive action. So, yes. you know, deciding that I want to be a model, a fashion model at, you know, 29 years old when the rest of the models are 18, 19, yeah. young, pretty faces. So about like, the wrist too, right? Yeah, yeah. 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 I mean, I, I, I consume myself with this shit. I was reading magazines. I was cutting pictures out of magazines, putting on yeah. a vision board, watching, you know, going in, in my condo hallway, practicing runway walks, walks yeah, yeah, yeah. you know, Crazy. not taking <laughs> no for an answer. Like I literally, every every agency I could find on Google, I, yeah. I hit them up and sent them my book and they all said no. Damn. And I still didn't stop, you know? That's amazing, bro. So I think it was, a, again, a combination of that aspect of you know tapping into your inner self realizing that anything's possible but mm. also complementing it with massive action yeah i mean that's know. persistence bro at the end of the yeah. day right so yeah yeah that's all about that's, action it's that, all about action because i yeah i agree with you, you. gotta match it, it. you gotta match it up because yeah. you can pray you can visualize it's very all day trendy, yeah. but it's if you very don't, trendy if you right don't now. put in the work and of course it's, it's a huge trend right now they're making crazy money off that whole industry yeah right anyone that's new to it is just going and saying okay i'm gonna do this because that's what everyone's doing mm-hmm. right but there's some huge power behind it but you have to match it with with the hard work for sure and 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 one thing to add like there was a period there's been periods in my life where i've I've gotten so consumed with personal development and the spirituality stuff that i haven't done shit like i I can think of one year i I read i remember i made a post on instagram about this like four years ago i was like yo i read 26 books this (laughs) year what up yeah and i looked at my bank account i'm like damn ain't shit changed (laughs) what were you doing bro like i forgot all the books have no money (laughs) you're just reading i bought all the books i read all them but i didn't take that action so it's it's the balance so you were trying to find some balance obviously with that right for sure Fuck, just to hear that, like, first of all, you were too jacked to be a model. Yeah. Wow. I mean, I've got that before, but it's not a big <laughs> yeah, deal. Yeah, yeah, okay. <laughs> this guy's looking like a fucking, I'm fucking noodle a toothpick right now. Right now but, um, no, man, that's that's great to hear. You put in fucking work for that, bro. Like, yeah. you were reading those magazines, all that kind of shit, bro. That That's the part of manifesting that people don't know they have to do. For sure. <laughs> that's the work part, right? Yeah, yeah, exactly. And Was and there I- any moments when you're like, fuck this? Like, the, for the, I'm talking more about the, the modeling yeah yeah there was a moment i um and this it was kind of crazy how like i feel like god works in mysterious ways because right before the opportunity came with the social media stuff i went on a next trip when i came back from southeast asia and went to new york and walked in person to every open casting to every agency and they all said no and that was Jeez. after i'd worked with zara nike so Gucci, you got a resume yeah that. yeah so i was like yo i'm about to walk in new york <laughs> own this shit meanwhile <laughs> new york is like the pinnacle yeah. like the mecca of modeling yeah. Like, yeah. it's like the top upper echelon yeah. you know so i was pretty bummed out after that trip i was like fuck i spent like a few racks just coming yeah. down here for a couple of weeks yeah. and shit but um that that kind of bummed me out but you know you just keep the faith and understand that like not everything's going to happen as you as you see it and as you plan yeah. there's certain uh there's like an unspoken element to this life stuff that we can't explain how it's going to unfold and sure enough it led to this social media stuff and, and blessed me to put it, me in a position now to do what I want i'm actually do. curious yeah. and what i'm curious about is like you're taking this trip at you know 28 29 southeast asia then you're going to new york and whatever right and obviously you know modeling definitely pays good to a certain extent mm-hmm. um but you probably look like i'm curious about the mindset behind it because at, a, at like you know a lot of people look at that age as a time when they're like 
I need to be fucking ready to go. I need to have a fucking family. I need to have a house. I should have 20 properties. I got to yeah. be loaded by the time I'm fucking 29, 30, whatever. Yeah. And here you are kind of taking risks still. Yeah. And jumping around and trying different things and going to different yeah. cities. Like, what's the mindset behind that, right? We're trying to, like, I guess maybe look at your banking on the stability and being like, okay, you can wait for a second because I still got shit to do. Like, right. what's, like I'm curious, what, like, what's going on in your head while, while you're doing all of this? Yeah, yeah, good question. Like the, goal, the goal doesn't seem like it was money at all, listening yeah. from your story. It just seems like you were just hitting these checkpoints and then being like, okay, I could do it. Okay, I could do it. I could do it, right? It doesn't yeah. seem like it was about money. So, no. dude, how the fuck yeah, like do you I'm stay curious. that persistent? And yeah. how do you create your goals? Um, what do you base your goals off? Yeah, j- jumping off his question. Yeah, yeah. Um, well, to answer the first question, my mindset when I'm doing that, I'm, I'm, I'm not sure, man. I think there's just a part of me, like a, almost like a subconscious thing that's like I, I have to go for this, yeah. you know? And I don't know, it kind of brings me back to a moment when I was younger. It's, this is really random, but I was, I was mad young. I mean, it was like a nice summer day at my parents' crib. I grew up in a small town, Grimsby in Niagara. Okay. Born in Toronto, but yeah, I grew yeah, up cool. out there. And I just, I'm just having this, this memory now of a moment where I said, yo, the world's like a big place. I'm mad young saying this myself, the world's a big place. And like, you're going to go and do some shit with your life. It's mad weird to get that yeah, vision oh, at oh, such a young sick. age. So I, I think that, you know, everything that I've gone and, and, and pursued hasn't been out of egotistical or, you know, again, money driven yeah. reasons or anything like that. It's purely just been for the desire to experience and, and accomplish. And, and I think that we were talking about this earlier, like, when you bet on yourself, things seem to kind of like work mm. themselves yeah. out. So it's like, yeah, I jumped all over these different places. I'm not quote unquote established and settled down with that security and family, but somehow yeah. another opportunity yeah. comes around yeah. and I'm blessed and I can keep going. So, you know, there's part of me is like consciously thinking and, and making calculated decisions, but there's another part of me that's just like, just run, bro. Yeah. Yeah. Just yeah. run, dude. Yeah. Like, yeah. Open go. field, open field, yeah. just let it go. Yeah. I, feel, yeah. I feel like you're always looking out for opportunity, like just from just from your social media, right? Like yeah, all day facts. you're out and about, you're connecting with people, mm-hmm. you're supporting brands, mm-hmm. you're going to different areas in the city, you're yeah. having people at your place, you're going to their place. Yeah. Like that, that's, that I think is huge. And I think a lot, a lot of people need to take note on that, right? Like you're, mm-hmm. you might not be, let's say, striving in one one thing right now you might not even be locked into one certain thing Mm -hmm. but the opportunities are endless and i think that has a lot to do with it just the fact that you're very social yeah you're always looking for opportunities too right like you're a social person so maybe tell us a bit because i see you're very active online right yeah and i'm i'm very i'm one to push that if you're very active on personal Mm -hmm. personal brand Mm -hmm. you'll get opportunities yeah you're investing in yourself at that point yeah right so i really love how you document your stories throughout the day thank you um i think it shows a lot about what you're doing yeah um but speak on the social aspect speak on the network aspect and how that's helped you maybe uh, continuously get these opportunities yeah well i mean uh, at the end of the day i i feel as though it's you don't do you don't do business for necessarily a product i mean technically you do for a product or service you do business with people that you trust yeah. that's kind of the premise of this thing and it's built on connection because you guys could have like a fire product and offer it to mm-hmm. me for a great price better than anybody in the city but if your guys energy is off and it and sucks not like I'm, I'm not i'm not exactly. gonna work with you but I mean, coming back to the first part of your question, I mean, there is a part of me that wishes I stuck with one thing, like a LeBron James doing basketball from a young age and having massive success with that. But I have a wealth of experience that some will never acquire in their entire lifetime from the different things that I've tried to pursue and and make happen. To me, that's like priceless. That gives me the ability to walk in. Like one one quality I, I, I take pride in for myself is the ability to adapt into pretty much any circumstance like you can put me anywhere any city any country and i'll I'll figure a way to connect with people and 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 then to the second part of your question that's that's so important because if you're trying to engage in business or some sort of collaboration you're sort of 
human ability to connect and create a synergy and, and harmonize with people is, is such a foundational thing because again your your product your brand your brand could suck but if someone likes you and they fucks with you yeah. like you're, you're, you're <laughs> gonna good. support yeah, yeah. No, yeah. But what I like there is you said you use the word experience and wealth like right next to each other and Ooh, I think yeah. that I is like that. I yeah and I think like that is like something that people need to understand more um, experience is wealth right and mm. so for you saying like yo like fuck that. the LeBron shit like I didn't do you know not fuck it but I, yeah. I I didn't do like the same thing my whole life basketball modeling whatever mm-hmm. you're like yo I'm gonna go around and just gain all this experience and like you said now put you anywhere any city any room with yeah. any type of demographic person whatever yeah and you mold in right yeah and like what fucking that's wealth to me that's wealth yeah. man way more than a dollar than a dollar amount because we can put you. We can put you in a room with a billionaire, and you're gonna find a way to fit, to connect with him. And who knows how much money that brings you? Or right. we're gonna put you in a room with, you know, a, a group of people, and just from you molding yourself into that situation, maybe you find your life partner. Like yeah. who knows, right? Truth. But you just said it, bro. Experience is wealth, man. Yeah. And people forget that. And I think, especially in this culture that we're in now, in, in especially North America, it's like, bro, get a job, make mm-hmm. money. Get the house. That's wealth. Yeah. You know not I mean? even right. that. Get the yeah. first job you can get. Get the first job yeah. you can get. So now here's We're, the problem. Now yeah. you're not trying things. You've tried a lot of things, obviously. Yeah. And yeah. you know what you like now. Mm-hmm. <laughs> yeah. Mm-hmm. Because you've tried things though. Facts. Right? So Facts. I think that's that's way more important than than I think financials. Yeah. To be honest. Like and if you get to try and you, you're still young, bro. <laughs> like, right, you're still right, young, yeah, bro. we're in our prime right that's now. That's what yeah. we're all in our prime right now. So, you know, like that's that's the main thing. I always preach that too. I know you do too, Anth. But trying new things, especially at a young age, yep. and if it's not even that young, who cares? Still try it mm-hmm. because you got to live the rest of your life knowing what you like, and you got to find it out, man. Like, and I think a lot of people don't get to try different things, and it's usually because, um, like you said, that pressure. Right, you finish school. First job you get, you're done. Go for sure, right? Yeah, <laughs> but it, it comes with like you gotta you gotta kind of build your own path, like we spoke about before too, right? Like, oh, gotta- for sure. And and Les Brown has a quote that I love. He says, "The wealthiest place in the world is the graveyard because buried there is every undeveloped idea." A concept, wow. etc., just sitting there buried. Yeah. And and you know, people say like, uh, you go to a retirement home, home, and older people say like, what's their regrets? Or all they talk about is their regrets yeah, and yeah, things yeah. they didn't pursue. Yeah. Bottom yeah. line, yeah. you know. So I, for me, like I'm I'm not trying to go out nah, like that. That's scary. That's I'm scary. going out on E. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. Like going out on fumes, <laughs> yeah. bro. Let's go. Fumes. No, it's funny. I have to shout out my boy Brazy Cuts for this one. He actually posted a reel the other day, uh, maybe yesterday or whatever. I actually put on my story today. He said like. How would you live your life today if you knew tomorrow wasn't promised? And I think if more people thought like that, yeah. they, they'd step out of their comfort zone. They step out of looking for that security in their life, whichever way it was, emotionally, mentally, uh, financially, and just chase something that they actually love. You know what I mean? Like if, sure. you, if you really woke up, you're like, yo, I might not be here tomorrow. I would do some fucked up shit. What the fuck are you doing? Yeah, what are you going to do that shit. day if you knew tomorrow you may not be here? <laughs> I'd do some Dude. fucked up shit. Yeah. It's a pressure question. <laughs> Better not even tell me when that day comes. Better not question. even tell me. I know, it's crazy. It's crazy to think about, but like, I think if more people thought like that or even just kept that in the back of their head, I'm not saying live fully 100% with that thought, but even if you kept that in your mind, you know, on a day-to-day, a week-to-week basis, like mm-hmm. I think a lot of people and especially I want to say North America would completely switch up. They'd be doing like 100% opposite. And now, you know, we circle that back to you and you go from being Brody, the online marketer Mm -hmm. to Brody, the DJ, right? Brody, musician, artist. So, okay, explain that. Explain how you made that jump. Yeah. So, um, 
one thing I realized with branding in particular is that you don't want to confuse people. Yeah. So for me, when I was looking at my feeds, I'm like, man, I got a video teaching people how to like grow their brand. Then I got next video doing some fire set with like some girls around. I'm like, you know, I'm, I'm not going to book that corporate client necessarily when I have a bunch of chicks around. Yeah. So I'm just like, or, or dancing or music and stuff like that. So I was like, let me just, let me, as opposed, again, as opposed to stepping out as Brody the mar uh, marketer, let me like commit to what I want to do truly and passionately, which is music, but certainly not throw this marketing stuff out the drain because it's, it's my bread and butter. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? So it's like, I, again, I have so much gratitude for my phone, uh, the Wi-Fi, the, the mentors I've had over yeah. the years to, to teach me this online marketing stuff because... You know, especially given the nature of what's going on in the world and how many people have been crippled by the pandemic. I mean, if, if you can't see that you can make a buck from your phone yeah. whilst sitting in your underwear on your couch before you even get out of bed, then like, what are you really doing out here? Facts. And and I don't want to speak ignorantly to people that like haven't acclimated to these digital times, but I feel like it's not even like a pivot anymore because of because of COVID. It's like a forced move. Like if yeah. you are not doing some some due diligence and some homework on how to position yourself to make some money via the Wi-Fi connection, then like you're, you're slipping out here, man. And, yeah. and you're truly going to be a victim to whatever the agenda is that our government has for us. Yeah, but it's, it's, not, it's, not, it's not me ignorant, bro. It's just, you're just speaking facts. And, and I think yeah. that, hey, especially in the world we're living in today, it, it, it's all like, everyone's all sensitive and shit. You, know, you can't say that. Yeah. Bro, tell it straight, bro. You're yeah. a fucking idiot. If you haven't picked up your phone yet and said, yo, I can make money off this thing, yeah. off the Wi-Fi connection, yeah. you're an idiot, bro. Yeah. Or you're lazy or you're ignorant, whatever it is. Pick yeah. up the fucking you phone. Heard him. Yeah. You heard the man. I'm just, yeah. I'm just saying straight, you but you're speaking man. facts, bro. It's true, man. I think that's something that like more people need to hear. Yeah. And if they haven't heard it enough, I don't know. You you, yeah. might, you might be deaf. It's true. I mean, if we tippy-toe around this stuff and like let people kind of acclimate slowly, like we're doing them a disservice. It's like, it's like if, 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 yes. if Gary V came out here talking all soft and he's like you know what guys everybody's upset i'm not gonna curse anymore <laughs> delete your Let's, instagram yeah, it's okay yeah yeah, yeah. Never just gonna take happen. it easy then then people wouldn't they, they wouldn't do anything. They wouldn't rate him. No so one would listen yeah. to him. Let's talk about the opportunities online then. Let's 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 pretend that there's some watchers right now that really want to start something online. They don't know where to start. Mm -hmm. They don't even know about the opportunities. Yeah. Right? Mm -hmm. It could be some neg negative thoughts saying like oh but just because Brody's doing it Brody's different than me. I can't do what he's doing. Or this guy's, I can't do it. That's his opportunity. That's not really me. That's not who I am. Right. Right. So how do you position opportunity to someone like that? Yeah, it's a great question. I mean, th there's a couple aspects to it. One aspect I think that's important is, is passion behind what you're doing. Like, I think if you just like anything, if your intention is just to make money and just to, it's a self-serving intention, yeah. it might not really pop off. It could. So I think whatever direction you want to go, there should be some passion behind that. And the passion can kind of dictate what you want to do. Like if you're sitting there and you're like, man, I really wanted to start a clothing line and I was going to get this spot on Young Street and I would sign the lease and then COVID happened. Well, you don't sat, like throw away your dream of designing clothes anymore. That means Design you don't really want it. That means you don't really want it. Exactly. Yeah. And then, yo bro, you ever heard of Shopify? <laughs> Hit up Shopify.com. There's a two-week free trial yeah. for you to get your feet wet. Yeah. And, you know, throw your designs on there. Watch a, a YouTube video on how to run Facebook ads. Throw 500 bucks or half your Serb check or whatever behind some ads. <laughs> By the way, you're getting free money right now, so you have, no one has any excuses. Yeah, and, and, start, and start testing the waters. So yeah, I think yeah. it's like, you know, identify what your passion is, what you would be doing if there was no COVID, you know, and, and allow that to dictate, you know, the direction you want to go online. If, if it's nothing creative, like from an artist's 
perspective like clothing or music um, but you're great with people and you're great with sales maybe look at different aspects of online marketing I mean every business is now in demand or sorry in need of online marketing so online marketers are certainly in demand right now facts know? so big facts but there's a lot of people out there selling fluff and there's a lot of people saying they can do social media marketing and this and that I mean I'm uh, I've only been doing this for five years, but I think I have a good understanding of what it takes to build online community and, and, and drive sales and increase revenue for businesses. But, you know, what's crazy is, too, is like all that all the information you need to set yourself up to make money is free. It's, it's not free. like you've got to slide yeah. to U of T and drop them 10 stacks for a semester. <laughs> yeah. You just got to invest 10 hours for a week on one topic in online mm, marketing. And, and you could know enough, no more than the typical older brick and mortar business owner does to set yeah. up their Facebook ads. OK, so the, the person finds their passion. Mm -hmm. Let's say the person finds their passion. We're going to say the passion is they make muffins. This guy this, loves this is something the I bring muffins, up. bro. So we find the person like they want to make muffins. Okay, but muffins. now this person, Let's go. but now this person might already think they're the best at making muffins. Yeah, and now they're saying, you know what? But I don't want to do all this because I'm already the best. Which is something that a lot of people they'll start a business and already have an ego towards that business, mm -hmm. right? Yeah. So what do you have to say to those people now? So, uh, so my bad. I don't know if I. So missed let's it. say let's okay. I'll give you a better example than muffins. We're gonna throw the muffins in the garbage. muffins, bro. Fuck the muffins. Let's say let's say you have um a consultant of some sort. Okay. Mm -hmm. You might be going to him saying, "Hey, you know what? You got to be more active. You got to put value out there, right? You got to put education out there. Mm -hmm. You got to put your face out your there. Your face. Yes. This, how about if this person says, uh, "I don't need to do that." Ooh, okay. <laughs> I'm sure you've heard that before. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. Or yeah, yeah, I yeah, don't yeah. do that. Yeah, yeah. Right. And 100%. it's going back to your main point of saying you have to adapt to it. Right. For so sure. what do you what do you say when someone says something? Maybe they're very uncomfortable with having a presence, which some people are online mm -hmm. or they just have an ego where it's like, damn, this person will not move if they have this ego. Yeah. For How do you sure. kind of combat that? Yeah, so this kind of brings me back to a presentation I did for a group of personal trainers like four years ago on, on them establishing themselves online. Mm -hmm. And um, I used the example. I said, basically, if, if someone's sitting at home and they're, they're scrolling online of what personal trainer they want to hire, they got the personal trainer that has an Instagram because they know they need one. They got a couple Photoshop pictures of them flexing <laughs> or like, you know, just, yeah. just typical bullshit, right? Yeah. But then you got the other trainer who's like, yo, I'm in the kitchen right now. This is what I eat. Or yeah. like, yo, here's something you can do on your own. Yeah. Or they like crack a joke and yeah. show their personality. Yeah. In a time where the as good as the digital space is, it also has people very disconnected. Mm -hmm. So it's hard Facts. to build trust and rapport. So mm -hmm. the way to kind of start building that trust and rapport is via that personalized content, right? So personality. You, yeah, exactly. Personality. So I would say that that consultant that doesn't want to move be like, bro, you can stick to doing what you're doing. But if there's someone that's as good or maybe not even as good as you mm -hmm. at your consulting job, mm -hmm. but he's putting out some fire content, yeah, people are going to lean towards I, that. Guy. I well, it's think, like you yeah, said. Well, you, you said you're like. Yeah. At the beginning of this thing, that even if you have the shit product, but you fuck with me, or you, you, like, I have a shit product, but you fuck with me, you're more likely to buy my product, even if his is better, but you don't fuck with him. Yeah. Because you fuck with my personality, you fuck with who I am, right? And so I think that works with any industry, whether you're selling muffins mm -hmm. or you're a consultant. Mm -hmm. If you fuck with me, you're more likely to buy my product. And now in a world where we're so disconnected, not by choice, mm -hmm. but because of our fucking stupid government, yeah. then. Shout out our government. <laughs> shout out Dougie. Uh, <laughs> then then Doug. we're looking at it and we're saying, how can I make this person feel connected to me like they know me mm -hmm. in person, like they've met me a million times through content? Yeah. Be yourself, be genuine, yeah. try and show your personality. And then you mix in a little bit of the sale, you mix in the product, you mix in the service, right? Exactly. People get lost in it. You though, made a bro. good point though, because yeah. the internet is getting. 
it's there's a lot more competition than there was let's say three mm-hmm. four years ago years yeah. the content is way oversaturated now yeah. right you look at industry to industry it's just saturation everywhere so yeah. it's like that one person that was maybe too shy to show their face or be the face of that company really doesn't have many choices at this point right like right. especially as no a small choice. business like mm-hmm. you need to have a face of your business almost because yeah that's what people are connecting to yeah right so yeah, that's pretty much I'm, all. I'm, I'm, curious, I'm, curious, I'm curious about, can we talk about OTR and, well, and what you did with them? Crazy synergies flowing right now with MBH guys. <laughs> I was just about to segue into that. Yeah, so that's, that's crazy. I want to talk about OTR because like, man, I, I didn't know until recently that you were kind of like the, the marketing manager. You're helping them kind of take off. Yeah. They're fucking massive, bro. They are like the guys. Like if you're talking fucking meal uh, prep, meal prep yep. you're talking OTR, bro. Yeah. They were one of the else. first to get out there on, on a big scale too. Mm-hmm. So mm-hmm. Let, let's, let's talk about that and your involvement there because, bro, like I... I gotta give you a nice clap. 10 out of oh, 10, thanks, bro. Man. Thanks, Killed it, man. bro. Yeah, let's talk about that. Let's well, get into the, it. The truth is it takes a village to, to build something massive, so I can't take all the credit. Um, shout out Gallen, the founder, um, Sasha, the executive chef, um, Justin, the VP of operations. Um, Gallen started this out of his condo six years wow. ago. Wow. Sick. You know, and, and, and now it's, I, I, I say this confidently and, and with pride as well, that like we're, we're the number one meal prep company mm-hmm. in the city right now. Yeah, we're crushing I agree. it. So uh, my position is the social media director. So, you know, basically a few years ago, Gallen identified that him as an owner and operator, you can't be doing everything. And he he knew the importance of social media and he saw organically the traction he was getting Smart for the business guy. from it. And an he early said, time let, let me offload this. So Gallen and I go way back, like Dope. almost 10 years now doing fitness shows together, Dope. training at gyms, you know, Sick. being trainers and such. So he saw what I was doing via social media because the content I'm putting out. So he brought me on board about three years ago and um, we, we just started killing it. So the aspect that I brought for him was he was posting uh, incredible pictures of the food, but I said, man, let's, you know, uh, a, a quote that one of my mentors gave me is, accessibility equals currency. The more you can bring people into your world and let them see what you have going on, even behind the scenes, you build, once again, that trust and rapport. So I said, man, let's not just show the food, you know, like some chicken and some peppers. Let's show homie in the kitchen chopping up the peppers. Let people see people wearing gloves. Let people see the cleanliness of what's going on behind OTR. Um, So I started integrating that type of content. And that's what really diversified and made the feed more dynamic. And I think was a, a major contributing factor to more people opting in and becoming a part of the community. Um, Another aspect that I implemented, and I think this is what really made things take off when we started really um, going hard with the ads, user-generated content. Yeah. Hands down. UGC. I'll I'll argue this to the end. The best piece of content you can put out to solicit your service, there's nothing more powerful than a piece of content of a happy customer talking about the experience with you. Nothing will ever compete with that. It's too real. It's too real. It's too authentic. So we started doing a lot of that. So we'd be getting video testimonial videos, um, sorry, video testimonials, unboxing videos of people experiencing OTR because we're like, we're showing you an, an exceptional product in the kitchen and behind the scenes, but what about the, what, people want to know what people are experiencing in their own the privacy of their own home. So mm-hmm. we started showing them that. We, yeah. we have nothing to hide. And I believe that that transparency and that authenticity is the reason that we're, we're crushing because right now. Because now it's relatable. Now people yeah. are like, oh shit, I can see myself enjoying this meal like yeah. that guy or girl is yeah. in my kitchen too. Like yeah. I, I can see myself in their shoes. It's relatable Or now, I know that sure. girl or I know that guy or yeah. we already have similarities. I'd probably like something like this too. Yeah. No, and I think varieties, a variety of content is huge, man. And huge. if you guys did that at that time, yeah. yeah, which we're yeah. Like, we're preaching now to mm-hmm. diversify your content. Like you know what yeah, I mean. But for sure, meal prep company. You look at all the ways unboxing, 
eating, mm-hmm. cooking, people talking about it, sourcing the it, products, food getting dropped off. Like we, we have nothing to hide. Yeah. Right? Once you, know? you document all of that, they feel like they're with you. Exactly. Yeah. Right? Part of the process. Welcome them, welcome, almost giving them an experience before they even have the actual yeah, experience. Welcome into my world. This is literally how we do everything to get this meal to you. And there's a million steps in between that yeah. meal shows up at your door. Yeah. That's for crazy. Sure. And, and for sure, nobody in the industry was doing that at that time. No, no shot. We're, no we're shot. starting to see people no, kind of do no, it now because, like, you know, good, good artists copy great <laughs> yeah. artists still. So so we see people Facts. trying to do what we're doing, but we just have such like it's, I mean, You're this, ahead. this the thing is built is off of family, you know, it's yeah. built off of real community. Everybody that works in the company knows each other from childhood and yeah. stuff like that. So there's Sick. just a, an authentic, real element to what we're doing that you, you can't, you can't replicate that. You I can think, come with a whole bunch of money. Yeah, and, of and one thing I just want to add too is, is Gallon, the founder, shout out my brother. He just doesn't uh, compromise the quality of product Amazing. that he puts out Huge. there. It matches, um, he it matches cuts everything. no corners, bro. Yeah. He'll go the distance to make sure he sources the right ingredients and and shout I have to shout him out too is because he's he's really pushed me to become a better social media marketer Amazing. there's times where I, I wasn't showing up to the degree that I could and and he got at me and, and that's what I think you know I'm, I'm, I'm kind of segueing here but like it that's what real friends do for each other you know if, if somebody was just telling me I'm doing a good job and yeah. high-fiving me and stuff like yeah. that and not calling me out when yeah. I'm slipping or I'm not performing to the degree that I could yeah. they're, they're not my friends so I just I owe so much to that dude man I'm, I'm so blessed to be a part of that yeah. um, of, of what he's building and to have have friendships like I do through OTR. It's, 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 Sounds it's like an a incredible leader, thing bro. to be Sounds a part like of. A great leader, oh, real. stellar leader. Yeah. Stellar. Yeah. Well, you just, man, I, and we can circle that statement back to what we were saying before about the sensitivity thing. Yeah. You're doing you're doing people a disservice in general, and you're doing your friends and family a disservice if you're not being honest with them, Absolutely. especially when they're slipping, bro. Absolutely. And that's and that's in work, uh, in life, in relationship, and whatever. Like you could have turned around and took that personal as well. And, and there was moments like when you, if anybody gets called on their shit, they, they, they feel personal. the way. Yeah, of course. But then I, I look at him like, man, is he calling me out because he's like trying to like give me a hard time and make my life difficult? I'm yeah. like, no, we're responsible for hundreds upon hundreds, almost thousands of people eating good quality food in our community. Yeah. You know, he's calling me out because we have a, a, a job to fulfill. Yeah. You know, so that's when I'm able to like, for a split second, you feel it and then you just dash it because you're like, bro, we're, we're yeah. on a mission right now. And you're looking and you're go. like, all right, let's go. I'm, I'm, I got I to gotta step up now. Let's yeah. go. And that pushes you, right? Yeah, hell That's yeah. Crazy. Yeah, ju- even yeah. jumping back to the content, I think it's important because I, I, I'm just uh, very impressed with how you guys diversified that yeah. early. Facts. Like, Facts. That's something that we try to implement daily for all our clients, right? So yeah. I want to touch upon this because I think a lot of people have trouble um, when they're starting their presence, right? And they're saying, I don't know what to post. And the first thing they think about is their service, mm-hmm. right? The first thing is like, okay, I'll just tell everyone I'm a real estate agent or I'm going to tell everyone I'm a lawyer and I'll keep telling them over and over, over and over. Right. I think... You want to post everything except the service at that point because you want people to see you, right? I mean, once lawyers in your bio, you're a lawyer, okay? (laughs) We know, we get it, right? So, well, some schooling in there. A lot of people have this problem and just like, well, I can't post all the time because what am I going to possibly post? And it's like, I preach always to document, document your day, document what you're doing, yes, and give value, give Mm -hmm. education, right? So, I think you guys obviously did that. And there's other meal prep companies that didn't do that, and all they're posting is food. They're just their meals back and forth, back and forth. I mean, the forth. proof is in the pudding, man. Like, it's yeah. just, I just want to say that because a lot of people do have trouble when they're first kind of starting off or even when they're just maybe rebranding or just trying to get the presence up. For sure. Like, what the fuck do I post? And it's yeah. like, yo, wake up. You go do something, take a picture of it. Yeah. You yeah. go to see a client, take a picture with the client. Exactly. You know what I mean? You go eat dinner, take a picture of your dinner. Who cares? Not, yeah. not everyone's just going to use you because you're a lawyer. They want to use you because you're a real person. 
Yeah, and I had to even remind myself, like, even though I d this is what I do, like, I had to remind myself, uh, I was talking to Ralph Maddie, shout yeah. out Ralph Maddie, yeah, um, um, who was giving me some mentorship advice with respect to, like, my music career and whatnot, yeah. and I was telling him how, like, I, I don't want to post this marketing content anymore, and I'm switching to um, to music, but it just seems so abrupt to pull everything down yeah. about marketing and just be like, oh, I'm a DJ and I yeah. make beats, like, what's up? <laughs> yeah. He's like, bro, why don't you just make a piece of content, like, telling people what you're doing? I was like, oh, shit. It's genius. <laughs> Isn't this what I'm preaching about? <laughs> All the time. Yeah, so yeah. lo and behold, I made a video. And I'm just yeah. like, hey guys, this is what I'm doing. This is my journey. It yeah. felt good to let it out. It was well received. And I think that's a great piece of content to, to kind of answer there your you question. Go. Like if someone's like, yo, um, I'm a lawyer and I'm, I'm getting ready to establish myself online. We'll, we'll, we'll say that, you know, yeah. you don't, you don't got to come out <laughs> swinging with like the biggest cases and the yeah. most money Soon and number tie, one. Yeah. Be like, yo, you can even come on Timmy because people can relate to that yeah, shit. Facts. You'd be like, yo bro, I'm, I'm a lawyer. I got all this education, but I'm, yeah. I'm just figuring this stuff out. So, Hey guys, yeah. like that's your first video. Of course. And then watch, you keep making those videos over the course of six, 12 months. By that 12 month mark, you're on there like, yo, I'm the top five lawyer in the city and I'll get you out of this and this situation. But the best part this is, is that audience saw you at the beginning yeah. and now the trust they have for People you when you reach journey. They they're like going to be like, journey. yo, this is the guy. I saw him when he was fucking doing this, this, this. Yes. He was a model. Now he's doing this. Now he's doing like, yeah. well, it's like you say, to follow the it, best, bro. like the best movies have the best storytelling. Oof. Everyone's life Amen. is a story, right? Mm -hmm. So like, it's a movie. It's a movie. It's a zoovie. <laughs> it's, you know it's, so it's, it's a zoovie. It's a fucking zoovie. So it's like, man, like your life is a story from today to where you might be in a week from now could be fucking crazy. Like you could find yourself, who knows, doing what, where you are, whatever. So just document it. Sick. Same shit. My my guy Gary V. Shout out, bro. We have this guy playing in the office Gary like twenty four seven. This guy Gary said, he's a prophet. I, I was telling he her that. So I said he's he a is. prophet, bro. He's like he a messiah, is, bro. Out here leading the Lord. people, bro, to the Lord. light. Yeah. Just document Lord. shit. Just document it. The document problem is, it. and then we go back to the first problem. Now it's gonna be like, okay, well, no one's gonna care if I post what I did. How do right. you know? You exactly. don't care. Yeah. yeah. You don't, how do you know I don't care? Yeah. Because if you post a picture in the morning and, and let's say you're reading a new book and you post it. If I like what's on that book, I'm gonna message you say, yo, what book is that, bro? Yeah. Conversation starter. Exactly. That's way better yeah. than saying, hey, you you need a lawyer. <laughs> yeah. Right? Yeah. So I think I think it comes to how many how many opportunities do you have during the day to show yourself and what you're doing? Lots. Lots. Right? So the people lots. that say, oh, okay, I'm gonna post one story a week, you're acting like the person's gonna be all your audience is on Instagram once <laughs> once a week. Right. Yeah. They're not, bro. Yeah. yeah. They're not. Mm -hmm. They're on all day. So how many times can you take that real estate online and use it to present yourself mm -hmm. in any way, mm -hmm. in any way? Yeah. Right? I'm curious. It's a little bit now off, off of the, off the social media topic, kind yeah. of just more back to life. Like how, how has your family been through all of this? Like supportive, unsure, nervous for you? Because like, again, you've been all over. Yeah. You've tried so many different things. Yeah. What, and you <laughs> talking know, risky business, you know, you know? I mean? we're talking risky business. <laughs> no, you know what yeah. I mean? And so yeah. it's like, and I understand cause I, I'm, you know, I'm kind of in a similar situation. So I'm curious what that, what that was like for your family mm -hmm. and kind of, cause you know, family is, you know, always a big piece, a big backbone, right? Sure. For, especially for an entrepreneur. Sure. So what was that like? Yeah, man, I appreciate you asking that. Um, I have an extremely supportive family, but I do think that there's a, an element of parenting that you know you you want your kids to be protected and and, okay. and have that security so me going out on a limb all these different times certainly Complete gave opposite. them a bit of a, a roller coaster but they've been wildly um supportive to be honest i mean uh my dad's done so many different things um my dad actually owns the i think it's the largest privately owned foster care agency wow. in the country wow um but he was a commercial pilot 
Um, Come on. I, I watched him work so much. When we were younger, he was like at four in the morning, I'd go, he'd be delivering papers. After school, he'd pick me up, he'd go and he'd clean chimneys in the local community. Wow. Um, you know, he got into a bad accident and lost his license for a while and took that time to go to university to get his master's wow. in psychology and business. And me and my sister would be on the on the Greyhound from Grimsby to come to Toronto to U of T to go to classes with him and sit in the hall. Come so like I, I, I've, my dad's come up story is crazy. Um, so I, he's tried so many different things that like I think that's like it's in my he DNA. Yeah, I was yeah, going to so say, he, like a he gets that it. Point. Yeah. But the biggest thing that he's always said to me and ingrained in me is like, do whatever you want to do with your life. Pursue your dreams. I support that. But always be self-sufficient and be able to support yourself. Because there's times I'll be fully transparent where I've tried different things and I've been like, oh, shit, this didn't work. I'm like, yo, mom's like, can I come slide in the basement yeah, for yeah. a year? Like, yeah. do you mind? Like, life, there was one run where this was after um, Southeast Asia. I ended up, I was like, yo, I want to try acting. And I went down, I've done so many things. Like, <laughs> no, I, I went down to Hollywood and did this four week acting intensive. And I tried to ride it out out there. And like, it's the competition's fierce oh, in I LA. Imagine. I mean, yeah. I could imagine. So That's like fun. nothing popped off. And like, next thing you know, a year later, I'm in like 35 grand credit card debt. Yeah. And like, I was staying with some friends and friends were just like, yo, like we can't do this no <laughs> yo, more. Get out of here, so bro. I was on the next <laughs> flight back to Canada and, and, and I had to like start from zero. So mm. they've been supportive. But now, now what I've learned is that like, I'll, I'll take the risks and i'll follow like my intuition and stuff but there's a, a, a conscious calculated aspect yeah, to this yeah. stuff that when you take a risk you're you're i'm smarter about it now yeah. and i make sure that no matter what risk i'm going to take i can put food on the table for myself you know i can clothe myself i can shelter myself and and that's it really that's important yeah gotta fundamental yeah risk fundamental. What you know, I, don't, I don't need a lot you know what i'm saying yeah. like i don't i sold all my designer stuff last yeah. year um, I, um, I, I, I've scaled back my lifestyle dramatically and, and not just because of COVID, but yeah. I realized through COVID that I don't need a lot of stuff. Of I really don't, I don't need a crazy Huge closet. Car. I, I yeah. rock vans. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. I got three pairs. I rotate a few <laughs> pairs of pants, a couple of tees. Like yeah, yeah, that's yeah. it. I don't need a lot of jewelry, all this and that. Um, that may change when I start really getting this bread. <laughs> I, I don't know. We'll see. We'll see. But I realize I don't. I don't need a whole lot. So as long as I can have my fundamental things taken care of, I'm. I'm, I'm running out in this world like wild, man. Like just no, trying to crazy. grab every experience I can, it's, man. It's, it's a good I, way to I, be. I think bro. a lot of people yeah. actually. I mean, I know I can speak for myself and this guy, from like 2019 to where we are today, bro. We're like in here, sweatpants. For me, it's Crocs. Yeah, like I'm rolling the Crocs. Like we're chilling. Yeah, like the clothes don't matter anymore. Right. I, I think. You know, when, when you talk COVID, people get all nervous about it, right? Mm -hmm. And I think, like, some people would say it's insensitive to say this, but there have been a, a lot of positives to come out of this. Again, it's all mindset. When, mm -hmm. when, when you look at things, there's always there's always positives in, in any situation. Mm -hmm. They may be harder to find in certain ones, but there's always positives. Mm -hmm. And I think in COVID, a lot of people have realized we don't need a lot to live. Where Truth. if you talked to me in 2019, I would have been like... Yo, I need I need the new whip. I need that whip. I need these yeah, shoes. Yo, give yeah. me the fucking bro. I need the Prada, yeah. the Gucci, and I'm like, bro, I'm rocking the same. I'm rocking our merch seven days a week, bro. Shout like the same shit. Yeah, go facts. And so That's it's like it. this guy really is, bro. No, it's crazy. You don't wow. get it, bro. I rotate like I rotate the smallest number of clothes. I got so much, so like so many articles of clothing just like tucked away that I would have been wearing like crazy. And now I'm yeah. just like, yeah. I rotate like five different things. Same it's crazy. Shit, That's it. Same we don't shit, need bro. much, yeah. man. I, I feel like my mo right now is less things, more options. Yeah. Facts. You know, I want to be able to pick up and leave. Like I'm, I'm meeting with a homie after this podcast and he's been doing so much due diligence about different parts of the world that you can go and get citizenship, yeah, citizenship in easy as, as a Canadian. Because like, bro, like I don't want to go down the rabbit hole of how crazy Canada is yeah. right now. Um, but like, it, it's just crazy the wealth of opportunity and yeah. the options that we have, oh, yes. you know, it's and, wild. And, and, and the, the, you know, the last year, 15, 16 months have really, you know, shown that. 
Yes. Really, really made people a lot, you know, some people, yes, and obviously no, but mm-hmm. a lot of people I feel like I've stepped back and said, what do I really want to do? Where do I really want to be? Do I really want to be with this person? Yeah. Do I really want to be in this position, uh-huh. like in this job? And so it's like, you know what? Obviously, I don't rate the way our government's doing things, but they're throwing money around. Bro, take that money. Take take that take that guaranteed income and start to like really search inside crypto. yourself. <laughs> yeah, cri- yeah. Doge to the Sorry, fucking crypto, moon. Crypto. Doge yes, to yeah. the moon. No. <laughs> Let's talk about calculated risk though now. Yeah. I want to talk about the types of investments that are that are available to people nowadays. Yeah. Let's talk about crypto. Let's talk about crypto. Let's go. Please. Damn. We have to. We have to. Damn. We have to. Look, I'm in, I'm in. You know me. Um yeah, what do you think about crypto? What do you think about it? Are you invested in it? You don't have to tell us. Sure. But can you tell us? Well, you have to tell us. Tell yeah. us. <laughs> you don't have to, but you have to. But tell us, yeah. Yeah, yeah. I haven't thrown a whole lot in there, but I basically, and I was telling you this earlier, like I, I've just seen people that are having so much success with it yeah. that don't know much. Yeah. I'm just like, I'm not turning my head to this anymore. <laughs> of course. You know, and there was one, this is like f- maybe like five years ago, I, I, I let like two grand sit in like a GIC through RBC and that two grand, they gave me like $47 after holding wow, my money for huge, a year. <laughs> wow, and I was like, I was like $47. Yeah. And then I'm over here grabbing a couple of Ethereum a couple of weeks ago. I made like three, four K. I'm yeah. like, yo, what's going on? Yeah. So um, the crypto space, I, I don't know a lot about it. Yeah. I have homies around me that are doing really well in Beautiful. it. So I'm kind of just putting my ear to the street. You have an open mind it. to it. I have though. an open mind to it. You know, I'm, I'm rocking with some of like the, like the, I guess you call them like foundation coins, a little Bitcoin, yeah. a little Ethereum, some XRP. Um, I haven't delved into the whole concept that you were talking about earlier, where it's like you need a special token to go and buy this token. Yeah. I haven't done any really big trading. It gets deep, bro. It <laughs> gets deep. Yeah, we're yeah. in there. But, man, but it's, all, it's about having an open mind. I think even like, for sure myself i was probably thinking of crypto last year and i was like nah that shit's like fuck that that's too volatile that's, that's risky like yo yeah. i don't trust these people like no way but now it's like bro, bro guy, I can't i'm talking about crypto all day bro this, I, this guy can't even me, sleep because i'm messaging him I'm, buy this buy that bro buy sell this 12 o'clock yo let's yeah, yeah, call me Elon must just tweet it, buy that bro i think you i think having an open mind is good obviously because yeah. those are opportunities that you don't want to pass by especially if they're that easy to do yeah I mean, the government's giving you free money right now. Well, well, here's the thing. I was, I, I kind of <laughs> like, lost yo, my. Don't be scared to like, just take that money and, and invest it into like. Right. I am not a financial advisor. Hold on, yeah, I am yeah, not. Yeah, I, yeah, I am yeah, not yeah, a yeah. financial put advisor. Put that on the red thing. There. Put the text. Not a financial advisor. But what I'm saying is that keep your options open and keep an open mind for sure. Well, here's the thing. We're all stuck at home. There's not much going on. A lot of us are are, are stuck or sorry, uh, stressing about money. And yep. what I was saying earlier about the two grand getting $47, like if you've got some cash just sitting in the bank, you know, to give you some context, I mean, like I, I got Ethereum at like twenty five fifty a few weeks back wow. and now it's like. Forty four grand, for, for, over yeah, four grand, grand, whatever. Grand, right? right, so like that's what like a, a part time job pays you over mm-hmm. a couple of weeks, and, you, and you're sitting at home anyway. So like, do your due diligence. Don't go, go in there acting all loose and, and, and what whatnot. Calculated risk. Calculated risk. <laughs> but like, get some skin in the game, yeah, bro. Cause cause this shit's fun. Yeah, like, it's I, I like, I like my homie hitting up. He's like, yo, BNB's going to the moon. I'm like, yeah, yeah I got six of those tokens. <laughs> yeah, like, yeah. let's rock. Like, no, it's true. Yeah, it's true. It's true. No, no, it's a vibe, man. You got to do your due diligence, though. Like, fuck, bro. Watch this for this guy, man. Like last year, like I've always been into investing crypto just more recently but like oh. i've been in the stock market from time like oh, no a pretty way. young age so i've just been like playing around with that i've always been telling this guy he's always like i didn't i didn't have an open bit. mind to it before straight yeah. up like i was just always just like oh what and i'm gonna take time yeah. it's gonna take time bro. how much time it takes <laughs> yeah. to make money bro. i'm like, bro, I'm like bro. bro what's fucking time i gotta wait here bro we put the money in now how long we, yeah. like, i don't know bro it takes time but i'm like no 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 fuck this Dude, bro we're, yeah. we're, we're in tulum we're eating fucking acai bowls yeah i'm sitting there i look at my phone i look at my stocks i'm like Dude, I'm up 16k in one day. This guy's like, 
what'd you just say to me? <laughs> That's what I said. I literally said, <laughs> I literally I said goes, what the fuck? What the you fuck did you just say to me? I'm like, I show my phone. I'm like, dude, I just made 16K like from yesterday to today. And it, this is not crypto. It's a stock market. But right. like, it, it was way better last year. And this was wow. the end of last year. And from that point on, it was like, okay, open the business stock account. Get the crypto going. <laughs> this guy's like, he's walking around like he's the fucking, like he's Satoshi and whatever. The fucking guy with me Bitcoin. And shoot the glasses. Shit. I'm like, dude, relax. Calm down yeah, a second. I'm snapping, bro. We're, we're, we're going to get there. What, but it's exciting. It's it, an exciting it. world. It's like, it's like, like yeah, it's so, it's so hype, bro. It's just so hype. Things change every day. The market's open 24-7, bro. Like, right. That's so the crazy lit, bro. part. You wake up and it's like you either got more money or you lost some money. Fuck it. Yeah. You guys, <laughs> about to um, see, though. You're about to see when you wake up. You guys fucking with the, uh, the sport cards at all? Sports cards? No, we haven't got don't it. Going in yeah, there, please I'm don't. Going this there. guy's in there. My homie's in it. We we bought a couple cards. I forget who we got. I don't I don't know, I don't know much about sports. A soccer player. Um, but like he's like, bro, give me a couple a couple racks. We're gonna yeah. get these two cards. By the summer, this is gonna sell for at least five six. I'm like, what? He's like, as long as he doesn't get injured. I'm like, yeah. I'm like, bet. So like, uh, I'm, I'm a little, little skin okay, in the game. Yeah, yeah, dibbling yeah. and dabbling, you know. I like, it's like be, everything's a risk. Like that could not happen. That might happen. It might yeah, not. Yeah. Right. But. You gotta take the risk, right? For us, I just like I'm just like yo. Instead of just having this money just sit in the bank and collect dust, exactly. let's have some fun using it. Yeah, yeah. right. Mm-hmm. So, okay, look, you know, I, th- I think I think that'll segue <laughs> into this this great question. Yes, where the MBH podcast money buys happiness. Uh oh, yeah, it's about that time. <laughs> hit me, hit me. Money buys happiness. What do you think with that statement? What Does money buy you that? happiness? Yeah, for sure. Wow, for sure. It does. All right, we're done. Sure it for sure. But but there's a but to it. The way in which you make your money um, can dictate the level of happiness that you have because you know you you could be making multiple six figures, um, working like a nine to five desk job. You got to show up on on Wall Street or Bay Street or whatever in, in, in a suit and tie to make that money, and that money will give you definitely some options. And I'm a big fan of options. Yeah. However, I'd much rather be making fifty, sixty k. Um, remotely and run around the world living a minimal minimalistic That's lifestyle dope, you know dope. so money certainly does buy happiness because it creates options and opportunities but the way in which you make your money is, is so you're saying if important. you had that un, that money and you're able to do whatever the hell you want travel work from anywhere then mm-hmm. you're happy you're good yeah damn yeah because there was a period i did that like when the, when, when this automation thing was really taking off in my, yeah. my instagram business like i mean I, was, I wasn't making crazy money maybe like eight nine k a month yeah. which which isn't a whole lot but you know i got friends all over the world yeah. so i'm floating on the couch here <laughs> yeah. in the cheap airbnb yeah. here different countries laptop, different experiences laptop running yeah. my calls from from my laptop like it was a wonderful lifestyle yeah, yeah, yeah. until it got the automation thing got <laughs> shut down but, yeah. but then you it was a great time yeah exactly exactly and life's ups and downs so yeah just, we, we always say buckle up man we, facts we we always say money buys the options money buys the freedom it's what you do with that right mm-hmm. the option bro it's like mm-hmm. you can a million dollars will give you like a million different options yeah I like that you have a goal though like you said this is what the money would be for for me to travel and work from wherever yeah, right yeah, that, yeah. it's important to have a goal bro because some people sure. just have the goal of money and that's not really a goal yeah exactly you know what i mean exactly <laughs> and and again you know a couple of realizations i had and maybe the answer i gave you wasn't 100 percent accurate like even while i was traveling and, and making that okay income um there was still an element of of fulfillment that i was missing and yeah. that's why i realized that it is music and that's why i'm pursuing that more seriously now so you know i i think money buys happiness but you know happiness has has a lot to do with fulfillment and, and fulfilling your passion too so it's, it's, it's a multifaceted thing yeah, but yeah. yeah money does buy happiness let's let's keep it a buck okay so so now quickly before we uh the music thing mm-hmm. what's what's the goal there 
what what can people expect from you in that realm yeah. in, in your next journey like give, give us a little rundown on that yeah thank you for asking so um i do house music um i did a couple shows here in the city i had a residency here last year until the whole lockdown thing happened i'm working on some original pro uh, projects just finished up two songs that were set to release we're deciding what the release process is going to be Sick. um but for me it's just like I just want to be able to wake up and, and do music and, and not worry about clients R yeah. respectfully yeah. and yeah. responsibly. Yeah. And right now, my business takes a certain level of pri priority and precedence of over my music. But that's that's the motivation, you know, yeah. to re sort of calibrate and rebalance the scales to be able to do more of what I love throughout my day and then still take care of things that need to be getting Without sacrificing the rest, yeah. Yeah, exactly. Yeah, well, exactly. You, 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 like, you just look like, when you talk about music, like, you can see, like, it just brings a certain happiness <laughs> yeah, just around this conversation. So yeah, it's like, for sure. I, I was just, I was thinking before I came down here, I'm, I'm glad I have the opportunity to, to share it. Like, there was a moment where I was doing a gig last year. Before, it was the last one before the, the, the lockdown in November. And there was, it was on the patio at 1830. There was like 40 people there. But like the song, the last song ended, it was like the stupid 10 p.m. close or yeah. whatever. Yeah. And like people just started cheering, one more song, one more song. And I was just like, and some people got up and were like clapping and shit. Stop and I was like, this, I was like, you can give me any client, you can give me yeah, any yeah. amount of money, nothing. That's will give me that fulfillment and the yeah. goosebumps. I get goosebumps right now yeah, thinking yeah, about what yeah, that yeah. gave me. That's and crazy. that's why I know I have to stay in alignment with it. Yeah, of course. You know? That's amazing. So, so we got yeah. the tech house, right? You're on you're you're doing it you're doing all house, right? All house. Not so much tech house. I got some a little jungle bit, vibes in there too. I, I call it tribal. There you go. Tribal yeah. vibes. That's my kind tribal of vibe. That's vibes. My like kind an of ethnic vibe. Middle Eastern type Beautiful. thing. Yeah. Tulum. That's what I'm saying. I was listening to one one of them reminded me of Tulum. I was like, yo, this is what happened was because I was always hip hop and R and B my whole life. What happened was when I was doing this digital nomad thing I, I linked with ralph maddie and mykonos and then, and then house music and we went to one of his clubs void and yeah. i heard serge devant spin and i looked around and i was like what everyone's the vibing hard this? yeah and there was such a vast difference between the culture like the the hip-hop culture and the house culture there was no ego no beef in that yeah. the security guards were falling asleep because there's Yo, nothing these for guys them are all to just do. jamming out they were just jamming you know it's and like, i was like i that's really like, a like Toronto this thing too almost like we don't really support house too much here like especially that's our venues thing. right i was talking yeah. about this with my homie last night who does house but music. because the audience too our audience loves hip-hop here yeah most, the demand most just isn't there yeah, but you know what though we always thought that and, and then and there's shout out man. shout out arcane mm -hmm. shout yeah. out liberty goo for doing what they did there. yeah they were doing house in a time where you walk down king street is all hip-hop r&b they're just like yo we're gonna open a fucking like a house music spot yeah and it blew Deep up house, yeah. it blew up because nice. people were like yo this like this is what i want to hear you you step in there and the vibe's different you step into some spots that just play r&b exactly it's ego who's got the most bottles the most dom peas bro <laughs> yeah, it's bro, bro, it, was, right? it was tough the, bro i'm the top bro shut the fuck up right <laughs> yeah you, you, you go into you go into arcane and everyone's like bro everyone's like family people love each other yo, hugging good, each other yeah, jumping yeah, all over the booth going there yeah. going there yeah. no, yeah. it's a vibe. we need more of it we need for more sure. of it for that's real. dope for sure. I, I like how you kind of applied that experience that you had to your music bro that's dope yeah, yeah. that's yeah. dope man because bro all over the world house music is is winning over hip-hop believe me <laughs> if you go worldwide yeah for sure right and yeah if you're gonna work remotely bro then that's the vibe for sure, bro. Yeah. Because that's that's appreciated more worldwide, I think. Well, what I love too is that the thing the thing about the music industry and what COVID has done, it it's grossly affected the music yeah. industry. So DJs weren't making money. Huh. Uh, you know, people weren't um, like consuming or going to concerts the same way they were and everything. And and that's why I'm grateful that my journey, as much as I have, wish I had done music from a young age and gone the distance and, and blown up that way, 
if I didn't have the, the, the skills I have from this online marketing stuff and have crypto going, my e-commerce business, my consulting clients going, I wouldn't be able to kind of freely travel and pursue music and invest in music like I am now. 100%. So, I mean, God works in mysterious ways. Yeah. Well, and, keep and at it, bro. I mean, you got a lot of love. You got a lot of subscribers, bro. A lot of views, bro. Like, yeah, man, yeah, thank you. You're getting the love, bro. You're getting the love. Yeah. So keep at it. Yeah, the, the main thing is consistency. It and is. and, and I'm, one thing I wanted to mention, too, and I wanted to acknowledge you guys and, and the MBH um, podcast because you guys have built something incredible for me like you know even moment of transparency leading up to this i was like looking at some of the guests and shout out sergio yeah who like i just look up to so much who's been crushing in toronto for decades now yeah man i was like man have i done enough to be on here like uh, am i significant enough i was like well of course i am that's why i'm coming on the show but one thing i think that people don't understand about podcasts is that although we glorify and we get excited about the guests the behind the scenes to make this happen happen having multiple people the show notes investing in the equipment you know i think people People understand in the online space that creating content's important, releasing content's important, but the redistribution of the content you create yep. is almost everything. And you guys yeah. do an exceptional job of Thank creating you. that content and putting it out. I feel like so many people, they'll make a music video, they'll make a t-shirt, they'll make a podcast, they post it once and they it's go, done. what the fuck? Like, yeah. I'm not blowing yeah. up yet. Yeah, I gotta yeah, make yeah. more. Well, yeah, you gotta make yeah. more content, but whatever you've created, push that shit. Of course. Not like, when, sure I, when I put a, a, a my last mix video out on YouTube, you know, there's there's 70 comments on there. Like, 50 of them are from me WhatsApping and texting the shit to everybody saying, yo, yeah. can you put a comment on 100%. this? That's yeah. what you have to do, bro. Hustling. Community online presence and brands and communities are built from within yeah. from your own sweat and your own grit yeah. so yeah man salute to you guys for no, you, making man. something appreciate incredible that, I feel blessed to be on you know what and I, and I appreciate you appreciating that because no, not many people understand what goes on in the background the right work, yeah. and, and, and we, we do this podcast actually solely for the guest mm. to be honest like mm. because there's so many amazing people in the city of toronto that do so many different things and we just want to kind of highlight our city and, and and the people in it right and yeah. the people that make it what it is right, right. so and we, do it, we do it for dean too right and we dean? do it for dean i do it for you guys and I'm, I'm glad this came up because people might not know dean is out here making all this shit going we're the choir we're the symphony yeah. he's the, the co- that's the master the bro that's the master right no it's crazy appreciate it and he's been with us from the start bro like uh he he actually came on board at a time where a lot of people didn't want to work with us and do it. Um, wow. uh, actually, pretty much nobody. Nobody, actually, yeah. yeah. Nobody. Wow. So, and th- I know, so I know thanks, Dean for a long time. I just Gla- hit him up. Glad to know I was the last resort. <laughs> <laughs> no, 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 no. It actually came. We, we, we had someone who we were going to work with. If things didn't work out, obviously, uh, this, the whole pandemic shit happened. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And, and for us, we're just like, yo, we, wanna still, we still want to do this. We saw yeah. 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 He, he saw opportunity and, um, man, he's helped us. Hit up Dean. I'm like, yo, Dean, listen. I know you're. I know you're just out here shooting like the hottest girls in Toronto. That's all he does, by the but way. Like, this guy just shoots rockets. Yeah, he just bro. shoots so straight like, rockets. He sits with us. He's like, "Yo, y'all are ugly as fuck, bro. Get the fuck out of here." But we're like, "Yo, you, you down to get behind a camera, learn, learn a little bit, whatever, make this happen?" Like, Yo, this like, guy's got a mic now. Fuck yeah, yeah. <laughs> get the mic. He's like, "Let's go." So well, we're gonna gonna with us for good, bro. This guy here with us for life, eh? Wow. Bro. Well, I'm Let's telling go. you guys, the level of consistency and work ethic and the branding that you guys are doing with this, it's there's zero doubt in my mind that this is going to be one of the biggest podcasts in the country and who knows wow, maybe the world man. I'm, I'm lot, telling bro. you the, the branding the aesthetic who you're bringing on the way you guys curate this whole thing it's phenomenal I'm appreciate telling you it's that. gonna go so Yo, that the foot lot, on the gas that means a lot no, the foot on the that, gas man, of course, you know how we do it's all momentum yeah. bro it's just a momentum game yeah. right so can't stop bro yeah can't listen where, where, where can everyone find you 
Yeah, for sure. So my website's BrodyNero.com. Um, my YouTube channel is TV, and my Instagram's BrodyNero, B-R-O-D-I-E-N-E-R-O. Oh, love that consistency. Oh, let's go. We'll let's have it go. down there. We'll yeah, have it yeah, down yeah. there. Yeah, we'll, we'll, we'll pop it in. But, right, bro, uh, okay, bless. You got to come by soon again. Yeah, for sure. Now you know we'll where we you are. On. We know where you are, too. Yeah, for sure. <laughs> oh, and man, I want to swoop some of the new Yeah, we got you. We got you. We got We'll circle back and have you on, who knows, maybe six months, a year from now. I want to see the progress. Yes, of course. Oh, shit, I got to get to work. Be here, gotta go now. <laughs> we're gonna come to you bro yeah but man listen absolute pleasure yeah thank Appreciate you and, uh, thank this, you. this will be a what in like two weeks yeah, so two weeks cool but you know we, we, we got that real content sent to you we got the <laughs> to go. all right bro all right, man. appreciate you. it love love mbh we out